Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. You gotta be Piccolo. Mr. Piccolo! <laughs> oh, Gohan! It's me, Gohan! <laughs> oh, what did you think of my song, Gohan? Oh, go- uh, Mr. Piccolo, you blew up the moon! He's <laughs> <laughs> such a bad Gohan. I don't know, I can't do Gohan. Oh, wait, Gohan's more like, uh, Mr. Piccolo! That's, well, that's pretty good. Yeah, that was alright. Just gotta speed it up a little bit. Like, yeah. Like, I hear the pitch. Daddy! Oh, oh that's good! Mr. Piccolo! <laughs> I want, I, want I want my daddy. I want my daddy. Oh, wait, that was really good, dude. My Gohan is my. I only can't do. Gohan. I can't do Gohan, as we determined here. My name is Vegeta. Oh, that was. He's weird. the <laughs> prince of all Saiyans. Vegeta. That's my. That's my Goku. It was pretty bad. What is up, Jablin Jablas? We're gonna get sued by Jablinski Games. That's all right. It's fine. I. I by Jablinski Games. I. And your bippity bobbity B. Oh, it's good. It was a good. That was good. Bobby. I am your uh, Jafar Jack. Genie Jack. Genie starts with a G, my friend. Mm. Genie starts with a G? Are you kidding me right I'm now? I'm sorry. I've never looked it up before. Genie sometimes starts with a D and then a J. The genie? Genie. Like well, a Jimbe? Genie. That's how you spell it. You, you know, look at jungle in German is jungle, yeah. but with a D in front of it. Uh. It's... <laughs> I'm really curious though to hear Brent's bit. Oh yeah, what's your bit, Brent? Oh, it's me, Jack, by the way. <laughs> and I'm handsome Brent. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. oh. handsome Brent. Nice to meet me. <laughs> Shut up, Brent. <laughs> the man gets one haircut and he forgets how to act. Oh my god. Yeah, Brent got a haircut and he's handsome now. So uh what, what, what was the B you're oh, gonna give me, Bobby? I, so I like pre-made my own. Alliteration yeah. for Brent. It's yeah. the Beauty and the Bee, oh! which kind of goes to the handsome Brent thing. Yeah. Totally, the Beauty and the Bee, except Brent is both. Yeah, <laughs> it's more like the Bee and the Beast. The Bee and, and the Beast. beast. The Beauty the beast? and the Beauty. If there was a movie made about Brent, it would just be the Beauty and the Beauty. It'd be Beautician <laughs> and the Beast. <laughs> anyway, Brent got a haircut and he's uh, he's looking real clean, real handsome. Yeah, yes. keeping it fresh. Keeping her, yeah. I just wanted to do my date, Mike. <laughs> nice to meet me. Nice to meet, nice to meet me. me. If only I had a Kangol cab to go with the look, then <laughs> we'd really be rocking on all cylinders. Be so bad. Now, why? What? 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 What
What's with all these Disney references, boys? We didn't um, make a single one. Just kidding. We made a few. We made a bunch. We I made was, like three. I completely forgot. I was, I was like, Bobby, we were doing Dragon Ball impressions. What are you talking about? <laughs> we were, do, we listened to Make a Man of the You Dragon Ball version, and it was it's thirteen million views. It yeah, was it's fantastic. It was pretty good. Um, it was all right. Now today we're going to be we, talking, what are we about, talking about Bob. Today's kind of a, a conspiracy episode, a little oh. bit. I see and, uh, in the title. The name of the, the, the name of this episode is Disney's Secrets and Conspiracies. I love how Don't you, worry, I'll I love add, how the slideshow uh, has Disney conspiracies as like the main title and then the subtitle, or normally you put like by Bobby Briggs. It's Brain Boggle Podcast. I, well, it's helpful for me. So anyway, before we get into this episode, I just want to give a quick shout out yes. to Shouts my out. little baby cousin. Oh, you didn't mention they were a little baby. No, he's not a baby. He's oh. like he's like eighteen. But oh. he listens to the pod, and he's like he's listened to like every episode, which is pretty cool. So shout out to Brennan. I love you, Brenny boy, Brennan. baby Brennan. <laughs> he's my little he's my little baby cousin. There's someone on um from from that I know who go, who, go for who it. listens to every episode. Shout him out. Who that? Um, Philip. If you're listening, his name his his name actually his name isn't Philip, but he knows who he knows we're talking who about. Uh, Philip, I hear you're a big fan. That's what everyone tells me. You also like all of our stuff on Instagram. So uh, ah. thanks, man. Thanks we've been for getting the... quite a few Instagram likes lately. We've been getting quite the number. Let's keep mm. those numbers up there. If you follow us, we mm. should be getting bare minimum sixty, however many followers we have likes. Yes. Like everyone who follows should be liking. And if you're not, agreed. Uh, Bobby's gonna find you. The call to action, yeah. folks. This is a this oh, is a CTA. Oh, I'm gonna find you. Oh, I'm gonna find you. Oh, oh, and I'm gonna bust your kneecaps there. <laughs> oh, yo, Mickey, don't you think this has a horrible Goofy? Oh my god! <laughs> no, Goofy's more like Oh yeah, I can do the Yahoohoy. Brent, 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 make me sound far away. When I do that, don't actually, I don't want to make okay. you, I don't have to do that to you. <laughs> I have one more shout out to give real quick before we yeah. get into this episode. Oh my God. It's my friend Biebs mm-hmm. because we, we gave, oh, we had the oh, wrong yeah, shout out. We, to we the have wrong a correction person. too. We have a correction to issue. Yes. Last week's comments that we received or in our reviews was said it was by Peter, but it was be. actually my friend Biebs using my friend Peter's phone. Right. Shout out to Biebs. He's yeah. also listened to every episode. They're very nice. I know a few people too. But uh, I think we've shouted them out already in the pod. They've been reviewers, so we've already shouted them out. Yes. So appreciate I would like you to give a shout out yeah, to I'm, my friends. We, <laughs> I'd like to say. We need more reviews, people. <laughs> my family? Yeah, we my, need more reviews and more emails. Yeah, the, only, well, the only person who emails us is my mom. <laughs> and I love you, mom, but I want emails from other people, too. Mm, mm, That's true. Mm. Reach anyway, out, boys. So, so let's get into this episode today. And, and this is a very interesting one. Now, just as a little introduction... Mm-hmm. I'm a Disney fanatic. If I haven't mentioned it before, yeah, uh, this is a visual element. But Bobby's actually decked out in all Disney gear right now. He's got an old Key West Resort T-shirt and a Mickey Mouse hat on. Yep, I didn't even notice the hat. Well, because yeah. you wear the hat kind of often. I wear the hat like every time I don't feel like doing my hair in the morning. So fair. I love Disney. I my family has been fortunate enough to have Disney points, and it's awesome. And we go to to Disney every what once every Disney few years. Points? Oh, it's like it's like you know, resort. Like we're we're members of the resort, basically. Oh, um, oh. right. It's kind of like when you have a credit card and you get you know points or yeah. like rewards. Oh, like dollars. It's, like it's a timeshare. Like Sky miles, but yeah. Oh, a time. It's share. a timeshare. And so, mm. dude, there are some people I know who like their like grandparents like got a timeshare for like got a timeshare for super cheap. That's what happened with us. Like and my like, grandfather got it in like the like 
early 90s. What time of the year is it, though, for? Uh, it doesn't matter. It's just every year. Well, no, a timeshare, usually you get it for, like, a certain amount of time. Like, you get it first, but you, you, you own it for, like, this week in whatever. Oh, no. we Well, the way it works for us is, like, we accrue points every year. And we oh, I don't, think that's, I don't think that's technically a timeshare. Well, then. yeah, I mean... Probably not. But oh. we get it for a certain amount of time, mm. which is like 50 years from the day he bought it or something. I just broke a Nerf dart. <laughs> oh, no. Dude, we have Nerf darts all over the place what here. What to your little fidget cube, buddy? It's right here. I forgot to grab it. <laughs> Come on, Jack. I forgot Jack. to grab it. Get your fidget cube. But anyway, Everyone so yeah, I'm a Disney obvious. fanatic. I really love Disney. Um, I love Disney movies. I love Disney songs. I go to Disney all the time. I wear Disney clothes. We all know this now. He eats, sleeps, dreams, Disney. Disney. I have Mickey Waffle. I have a Mickey Toaster. Do you really? I have a Mickey Waffle Maker. Mickey Toaster burns Mickey's face into the toast, and when it like finishes, it plays It's a Small World. I've had that since I was a little kid. No way it plays It's a Small World. Are you send kidding you me? I will send you a video. That's absurd. I'll post it on our Instagram Robert. story when this episode comes out. All right, do it. So... But I want to hear you guys' take on Disney, just just to kind of like establish the foundation of this episode. I like Disney. They're pretty cool. Um, <clears throat> I've only been to Disney World once. Really? The way you've talked about it, it sounds like you've been way more. No. What do you mean the way I've talked about I don't, it? Well, we'll talk about rides and stuff, and you're like, oh yeah, I love that ride. Like, well, yeah, because I, I mean, I went. To, I have. I've been there once. It was. It wasn't like it was. It was when I was. A, it was for my senior high school trip. So it was that pretty wasn't recent. that long ago. Yeah, yeah it was only two fair. years ago. So. Um, two, three, three years ago, almost now, Jesus. Um, but, um, yeah, so I, uh, I've been there once and Disney world is, is amazing. Everything costs a zillion dollars. True. But, uh, like it's a fun place to go. Like if you don't spend any money on like resorts <laughs> on the actual, like, I mean, like, obviously it costs a certain amount of money to like go and stay there, but, and like get your thing. But if you don't spend any money on like souvenirs and stuff um it's like fun to just like be there and it's just really magical and being in front of the castle is insane i love yes. that that's oh, yeah. awesome we'll talk about that i'm also a big fan of the movies um as has been thoroughly established on the show mm-hmm. i'm a big fan of animation and so you know i like them although i wish disney wouldn't win the oscar every year because sometimes they don't deserve it that's my opinion anyway brent what's your adventure on display here um I am probably the most indifferent person to Disney amongst us. I've never been to Disney World. I'm Brent, and I hate happiness. But no, you're, no, you know, you well, are going to go to Disney World at some point, right? Don't you have like some yeah, plan? Yeah, maybe. You know, it was weird. There was a potential that that was going to happen this go year, like but like, yeah, and that, you know, not to like put them on blast, but that plan got all kind of screwy and kind of <laughs> happened at a weird time when we weren't really able to go. So mm. they ended up going on their own. And it was anyway. Anyway, yeah. it'll weird, work out eventually. Weird family sure. stuff. Eventually, we'll we'll end up getting down there. But yes, yeah, so I've never been to Disney World. I like Disney movies. Okay. Yeah, you sing Coco like at least once a week. But that's a beautiful movie. I don't even is so that a good. Disney movie? Yeah. Coco okay. Is Disney. Okay. Well, good for them. That's a, that's a, me. That is a beautiful movie. But like, I don't know. It's like one of those things where I grew up with it. So like, I have some fond memories of like you know seeing the Lion King in theaters. Mm. And Aladdin in theaters. I know. That's wild Um, to me. But like, you know, like I have the ones that I like. And then there's a pretty big gap. Like when I started to get into my teen years where I really didn't care or pay attention. Mm. And now it's kind of like when I see one, a new Disney movie, usually I like it. Okay. Well, you know, if it's Coco, I love it. But (laughs) every other one I've seen, like, you know, like Frozen or whatever. I'm like, that was 
fine. I like yeah. Frozen. Frozen uh, and Moana. I'm a big fan. I love Moana. I haven't seen all of Moana yet. Moana's I started good. watching it like at when I was like at a friend's house, and then I was like late, and I was like, all right, I'm gonna go home. And I didn't finish <laughs> didn't it. Like, so. You didn't like Frozen? I didn't like Frozen that much. It was good, but I really liked Moana. It's a cute movie, and I, there's things I like about it. It's nice to have like you know sort of a female-driven story that isn't necessarily where like the female's drive is about a dude. You know, I mean, there's yeah. a little bit of that with uh, Anna's story, yeah, but, but like she's she's the second, but like but Elsa's your story yeah. is like devoid of like the romantic. Yeah, it's, like, and at least self-realization. At least yeah. Anna's dude is like a good dude too. He's not like the typical like mm. I'm a prince. Well, I mean, the first guy is the first guy. He is, is pretty bad. spoiler. But I'm talking about the second. Frozen, <laughs> right? but, then, but then like was it? It's not Sven. Is that the Sven is the good guy? Sven's the guy. Okay, he's cool. I wasn't sure if Sven was like his. Sven's the, the deer. The deer. That's, yeah. what I see, that's what I thought. Kristoff is, is, is the dude. Okay, yeah. But anyway, so see, like, I like it fine, you know, but I, I would not consider myself a fanboy or anything yeah. by any stretch of the imagination. Fanboy. I like it fine. And, you know, I it's rare that I'm disappointed with Disney stuff. Mm. It is kind of becoming a little annoying and problematic to me that they sort of like own all of media. Everything. Yeah. ESPN, yeah. ABC. That's, like that that's makes me weird. nervous for the future. Vice. Like if they eventually own sort of everything, yeah. then what does that? And the they're like weird policies of like being very like withholding with certain mm-hmm. things, where it's like we own this now, and you can only have it or see it when we decide to release it. And yeah. like that stuff kind of bothers me. Bring about back them. Disney. Where you would watch the movies and they'd be like, "It's from the Vault Collection." I hate yeah. that. <laughs> I fucking hate that. The Disney shit. Vault, the giant Mickey with the like. Yeah. It's being released from the Disney Vault. I imagine they had just have a big like they literally have a vault that's shaped like Mickey. Yeah, they probably do. Did you know Mickey? Little fun, little fun fact: Mickey design. Yeah. Um, his silhouette is always the same. Really? It's always the three circles. No matter what position his head is in, it will. Always be instantly recognizable as the Mickey silhouette. Interesting. And it's, and it's obviously intentional. Yeah, right. right. Yeah. That makes sense. We'll talk a little bit about the design of Mickey and stuff like that. But today's main discussion is going to be uh, – we're our, our primary focus is going to be on, like, the Disney World Resort and a lot of the, the kind of hidden things the there. bad mm. things. The dead bodies under the rides. Ooh. Or, like, you know, some some just things that have to do with, like, the creation of Disney and Disneyland and all that stuff. And we'll talk a little bit about Walt Disney, um, mm-hmm. and we'll kind of bring it back to Disney owning a lot of corporations. Disney because me and Jack did a little bit of research this week, and we were kind of like trying to trying to well, because we, the find thing some was, information. Was we heard a news story. We heard a story about Walt Disney's like shady past. Yeah, and we looked up a website, and like we found like a news source that was said it, that, that didn't mention anything about it, and then that led us to go find out. Did Disney own this news site? Yeah. And it, did they remove any, like, mention of this from him? Right. And then there was another news site that was, like, seven things you didn't know about Walt Disney. And I was like, oh, this might be some dirt on him. But it was like, he loved animals. Mm. He'd, and then the last yeah. one, the last one was titled, everyone, not even Walt Disney, is, it, it, well, not, no one, even Walt Disney, is perfect. Mm. And it, and then and then that's when it like did a brief mention of rumors of like yeah. Nazi and anti-Semitism and racism, mm-hmm. and yeah. it, it was just so sugarcoated. It's it was so, so hard weird. to find anything bad about Disney online. Like you you have to imagine like when you like Google search, you know when you Google search and all these things come up. You know when you like, get, you know when you Google. You know when you, you ever search on Google. Nah, I'm more of a Bing guy. <laughs> Shut up, friend. Oh, I hate Bing. Let me Bing it real quick. So like when you when you search on Google, you know you got the drop down of like the suggested searches. It is near impossible to find None negative things will be negative. about disney mm-hmm. so you know there could be some influence there with their large 
uh, you know, corporative, mm. corp- corporate past. Corporeal, corporative fingers. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so, but, but where we're going to start yeah. today is with Disneyland in California and mm. some of the hidden conspiracies that people believe. That was the second one, right? Disney World was after? Or was no, Disneyland, Disneyland first? was first. Disneyland? In- Based in, on the uh, pictures of California, California in Sox. Anaheim. Yeah, it doesn't look great, but there's like kind of reasons for that. And Walt Disney was there for the construction of Disneyland. And so let's get into this presentation, shall we? So, yeah, again, we have a presentation. What the um, hell is this? So we're <laughs> going to be talking about the first conspiracy. Okay. Real skeletons on the Pirates of the Caribbean ride in Disneyland, California. So the skeletal... Pirates strewn about the attraction were once made of real human remains. This is a conspiracy. Hmm. That is probably true because it wasn't that like it wasn't that uncommon for that to happen. Right. Well, so here's the the story behind it. Uh, yeah. So, you know, sometimes you just stumble across a skeleton. And you're like, let's just throw this in an amusement park. Yeah. Right. Well, what's really funny about this is I don't know if it was you guys, but the other day I was joking about like what to do with. We're talking about what to do with our bodies. We're talking about what to do with our body, yeah. After death. And I jokingly said, oh, just take my skeleton and like throw it in the Pirates of the Caribbean ride and just put me on the ground or something. I I said my idea was to strap myself to the underside of the Superman roller coaster (laughs) at Six Flags. And, and then your my, body would my just rotting flail. body fall off in pieces and, mm. and, and litter the ground below. That is disgusting. I know. But imagine how funny it would be. It's such a weird ride to choose because it's such an insignificant little ride. <laughs> it's the first ride <laughs> I could so think of funny. at Six Flags. I mean, it's bizarre. Bizarro is a sweet ride. Yeah, it is pretty fun. Have you been on it, Brent? Have you been I, on Goliath? I know you don't love roller coasters, uh, though. Well, Superman was the first roller coaster like, I ever rode on other than a random kitty one at uh, Canopy Lake Park <laughs> that I'd forgotten about until I went back hey, there for the uh, first time in like 30 years <laughs> so i was like oh shit canopy lake park sucks not eh, good it's good for kids it's not for adults. don't like it i'm 20 years old mm. and i'm a kid and i don't like it yeah i'm don't I'm ruin a, the fun yeah i don't know don't ruin the fun go to six flags instead it might be incredibly more expensive it probably is i don't know no. i'm indifferent it's, it's fine oh, but um nice. yeah so i've been on the superman ride and it was the first real roller coaster i'd ever been on and i was in the front row and it horrified me and i was like I hate roller coasters. You got the front row. That's yeah. the worst one. That's the best. No, it's not because by the t- so when you're going down the thing, you're like halfway down the ramp by the time the momentum starts to pull you. If you're in the back, you get the full effect. So the back's better. But anyway, you're. A- I don't like what roller about coasters. The short, <laughs> what about the short? They make train? me sick. I love roller coasters. They make I, me sick. I get motion sick super easily. Yeah. So let's discuss the story behind this okay. this uh, conspiracy. Okay. While you watch the images here. So the Pirates of the Caribbean was the last ride that Walt Disney himself was able to work on before he passed away. Uh, He originally envisioned it as a walkthrough attraction, which I thought was interesting. But due to the success of It's a Small World, I'm sure you guys know It's a Small World. It's a Small World. It's a little boat ride. He decided to make... uh, Robot movements. Oh, is my toast ready? Good one. I'm sorry. He decided to make (laughs) it a boat ride, just like It's a Small World. So after finishing the ride in 1967, the design team was disappointed by the fake skeletons of the period, which they found just extremely unconvincing. So supposedly they reached out to the UCLA Medical Center and got some grisly props from the anatomy department. There are some rumors that some of the skeletons were inmates on death row who donated their bodies to science. To Which Disney, is, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, to to use UCLA, and then Disney was like, "Hey, hey guys, hey, you got, you, hey guys, are you using those bones for anything? Or can <laughs> I like you guys just throwing these bones away?" Or so eventually, 
uh, as fake skeleton technology improved. I didn't, <laughs> fake skeleton technology. Fake skeleton technology we 20 know. years ago could not produce a realistic looking skeleton. We now have the technology. Today, <laughs> it can fake an, a forensic scientist. Today, we had a breakthrough in skeleton technology. technology. If you go into like, like the, what's the scary store that's around here? Spirit of Halloween. Wow, really scary store. Shut up. <laughs> I, you know what I mean? It's like Halloween store. I was going to say Walmart. Hey, Walmart. Oh, I was going to say Hot Topic. Walmart's a pretty scary store. Hot Topic. That's the scary They have store. some pretty good fake skeletons, but you can usually tell they're fake. Um, and as you guys can see from these pictures that I've shared, which I think we should start sharing these like little presentations with our uh, our fans if they want to see. Well, how, well, I don't know. We'd maybe just like make a website and put some of the pictures up. For each episode, so they can like Make explore some f- it. F- f- footnotes, yeah, some footnotes, um, or maybe links to them. Oh, you know, we can just give Imgur links or whatever. Yeah, and <laughs> um, so as you can see from these pictures, these these are very realistic looking bones. Um, and so as fake technology for skeletons, uh, fake skeleton technology improved. <laughs> <laughs> the way I said that is as so dumb. Fake technology for, for skeletons. skeletons. <laughs> <laughs> it's made up technology. Uh, a new generation of Imagineers replaced the real ones. Imagineers! With fake ones that looked better. I hate the Disney words. I hate Imagineers. I, I hate, think it's cute. I hate how they call their employees cast members. I hate it. You know, if you, uh, if you get your bus license at Disney, it's, uh, you got to earn your ears. That's what they say. Like, I've earned my ears. Your bus license is earning your ears? Yeah, I, I, I know that because it was like, it was someone, it was a bus in training, and it just said, I'm earning my ears on the thing, instead of like where the location would be. So like, it was them getting their bus Dumb. training. Yeah, it was pretty stupid. Um, But anyway. Imagineers, is that like engineers? But for imagination. Yes, it is. As time went on, they finally that. started replacing these, you know, real skeletons in the Pirates of the Caribbean with fake ones that looked more realistic. But some people think that today there are still skeletons that are real that remain in the ride. So reputable Disney sources state that a skull that sits on the headboard of one of the early parts of the ride is real. And this is an interesting thing because it goes to what I said earlier about when I die, I want my body in the ride. Yeah. Apparently, it's the skull and bones donated by one of the people who was involved in the making of the ride. He's like, when I die, put my skull in the ride. And uh, Disney actually came out and said that 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 they didn't confirm that it was someone from the creation of the ride. But they did confirm that that is, in fact, a real skeleton and oh, a real those skull. Bones are real. Yeah, it's a on real the, skull and that, crossbones. That chair there. Yeah. So it's kind of interesting. Like, um, it's just decorative. Oh, so it's not a rumor. It's real then. Yeah. One of them is real. And it's one. still there to and this day. And it's still there to this day. That's wild. Now, one of the kind of weird cover-up-y things about this is that there's um there was one skull that was like there, which people said looked real, and Disney kind of like denied it. But then all of a sudden, like all the videos recently of the ride show like a different skull from if you like cross-reference it with older videos. So they were like replace oh, it without so telling changed. anybody. Not that one. Not the one on the car, on the headboard, the but like one that was just kind of like oh. sitting in the sand. Yeah. Weird. Yeah, because Disney was doesn't want kids to think they're real, you know. Well, except this one because it's kind of like it's whatever. It's kind of it's hidden. like three hundred year old skull. Maybe. I mean, I personally am not really freaked out by skeletons. 
Are you guys? Like, I'm not. It doesn't really freak me out. The only skeleton that scares me is Sans Undertale. Ah, uh, fun fact about Sans Undertale. What? I don't even know this reference. It's an Undertale reference. What's Undertale? It's a game. Oh, okay. You guys aren't epic memers. Sans oh, is Undertale. I thought you said Undertale. I'm like, like the Tool song? Sans, Sans Undertale is a uh, hot meme right now. <laughs> um, I found out uh, his voice sounds like... Like, that's literally like... like It's just like the bite of his... Like, right, when yeah, because it's just sort of like a yeah, 8-bit yeah, yeah, style yeah, yeah. game. That is Patrick Starr, apparently. Really? It's 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 him, it's a, it's him saying, maybe. And the... Is cut out, and it's just... And that's... Wait, they just took a sample of Patrick Starr? Yeah. So the voice actor, does he get credit? I don't know. Probably not. He should. Well, that's not how samples work, Bob. Oh, right. True. <laughs> yes. So that's kind of it for that conspiracy. Um, a true one. It's a true one. Yeah. Interesting. I know. Isn't that weird? You never really find true things. <laughs> Ever. Ever. <laughs> Period. Ever. <laughs> and so that kind of leads us into our next one, which is uh, not so true. Oh. Whoa. <laughs> so this one, I'm sure you've heard before. Walt Disney's frozen head. Yes. I've heard his whole frozen body. I've also heard he's been preserved in tar. Yes. There's a lot of different, like, rumors. Carbonite. Carbonite, yeah, yes. that one's true. Now that they own Star Wars, he is, in fact, in Carbonite. That is true. Mm-hmm. So, basically, like, basically, the, the rumor sort of goes that Walt Disney, after passing away, in his will, stated that he wanted his head or body, depending on the rumor you, you heard, mm-hmm. to be frozen in some way so that it could be reanimated in the future. Like when right. technology improved to the point where it was like, what you know, a weird dude. I know like Futurama like, kind yeah, of thing. They, like, freeze yeah, like people that. until the disease is cured or whatever. Right. Isn't that what Futurama does? Well, no, their heads are like floating. Yeah. There's in, like a like, Richard Nixon head who just yeah. like is a head who can talk. Oh, oh, yeah. I, I thought you meant just like the way that they, um, freeze the way that when they freeze them in general, didn't, don't they? That was how the show starts. Yeah. Fry is, gets stuck in like a chirogenics cryogenics chamber. Mm-hmm. And he, yeah. that's how he ends up in the future. Yeah, and they're actually... Are they for, like, people who are sick get frozen until the cure in the future is found? I think or so. Or is that from something else? I mean, that's kind of usually the, the the point of it, right? That's kind of like the case. Um, you know, in Austin Powers, it's just so that he can defeat Dr. Evil mm-hmm. because Dr. Evil's freezing himself in space. Oh, yeah. Interesting. Um, but and no one else could defeat Dr. Evil? Sadly, this rumor, like, is not true. Is the skull... Is the skull on the Disneyland ride <gasps> Walt Disney's skull? Oh my god! No, but that would be really cool. It, so Do part you know of the where rumor, the skull is uh, it's just buried somewhere, like in a graveyard. <laughs> just buried somewhere. No, in the like woods. they they buried him. I'll read the quote from his daughter. How uh, much do you think his skeleton is worth? How much do you think you could sell Walt Disney skeleton on the black market? Probably a lot of money. Who's gonna want it? Who's the buyer? I'd want it. That's it. I think it'd be cool. I wouldn't spend that much money on it, but I'd want it. Yeah, the only problem there, though, is if you say, I have Walt Dis- Disney's skeleton. Like, the only reason you would do that is if you want to be like, yo, guess what? I got Walt's skeleton hanging out over I got here. Walt's skeleton. But if you do that, then everyone knows, oh, you're the guy who fucking stole Walt Disney's skeleton. Brent, Get him. That's, yeah. that, that's why I said on the black market. Yeah, but again, like, why would you go on the black market to buy a thing that you can't brag about? True. Oh, if you're going to buy something on the black market, it's something that you're going to want mm. and to be able to use or whatever. Like, if I got my kidney replacement on the black market, I'd be like, yo, <laughs> you ever hear those check stories out this about, about organ theft? Yes, it's freaking have horrifying. You ever, have you ever scary. seen the the musical, the... Uh, 
was it Repo Man, the uh, the horror musical, whatever the fuck. I heard about all, it. Where it's like, <sighs> if it's like at the same time two movies came out, there was uh, this really cheap, kind of shitty musical that's called Repo Man. And, um, <laughs> and then uh, Repo Men with Jude Law and uh, whoever. But both oh of them have my. the same premise where it's like the, re- the people basically take out organs on loan and then when they can't pay back the money, the, a Repo Man comes and just like rips the organs out of their body and takes them back. Is It was a movie, right? A musical it, both movie? The, there was a musical movie, yep, the, the Repo Man, the, like the something and opera, was, and it, then it, there was the Jude Law weird. It's made by the same people who... Um, who made the Devil's Carnival? Probably. I know exactly what you're talking about. Because it's very cheesy and there's cheap a, and bad. There's a bad. song with, like where they talk about they sing about Zydrate or whatever. Yes. The grave. Vial. Yeah, the, the grave thief guy. In a little glass vial. Think how messed up that is though. Like you're you're like we gotta show you this afterwards. Okay, remember to show me. Because the forget. devil, the dude who, the the guy who sings, and a little glass Zydrate him. Yeah. He's the same guy who plays. I think he like wrote. He plays them. the devil in the yeah. other one. But like it's like goofy. Tech Nine is in the Devil's Carnival for some reason. So is David Hasselhoff. Oh what? dude. Paris Hilton is in uh the <laughs> repo man. Me? She's like one of the daughters of like the the big CEO guy. They just likes. like have this like weirdly like You think one of them was stolen from the other? What? That's the thing. There's like a whole lawsuit. Anyway, oh, I'm sorry. It was in the it same up. year. Oh, that one. Yeah. yeah. I don't remember why I brought it up. Oh, Jack said something about like black market organs or whatever. Yeah, anyway, yeah. black market we're, organs. We're getting really off track. What's it's going? okay. <laughs> Basically, like what All I was going good. to say was. All's good in the pod. Da- mm. The daughter of Walt Disney named Diane said that there is absolutely no truth that my father, Walt Disney, wished to be frozen. I doubt that my say. father ever even I heard know. of cryonics. Okay, that's exactly what she would say if his father, if her father, exactly. Head that's what I was, was thinking. Frozen, and but that means she's lying. She's lying, exactly. boys. Lock her up. Get the head. Unfreeze it. Let's hear the truth from Walt himself. <laughs> crooked, oh my God, crooked Diane. I, I, <laughs> crooked Diane. I, I, just, Lock her up. Yeah, there's just something. Uh, I don't know. There was something weird when I was researching this one because I'm looking into it and I'm like. My whole life growing up, I thought this was true. And, like, there's no substance to it at all. It's so goofy. There's no substance. Like if you think about it for half a second, you're like, oh, obviously he wasn't frozen. Some people think that he was buried underneath the Pirates of the Caribbean. Splash Mountain. Like, but did you say Splash Mountain? Splash Mountain. Splash Mountain. It's my <laughs> favorite Disney ride. But there's also no substance to that because... I don't know. It was like the last ride he made to him. It wasn't a classic yet. I don't know if it was really that big of a deal. I mean, he was obviously proud of the animatronics and stuff, but can you believe that there me was, here. There's like, a whole gosh darn movie based around a gosh darn Disney ride. Oh yeah. It's insane. Well, not just a movie. And like that's not the only movies. time they've done that though. Tomorrowland too is technically based off a of Disney ride. Is it really? I, I mean, it was a just, shit movie, but I thought like they were both um, from the same source material is what I thought. No. I mean, it's possible. I'm not 100% I'm certain not, on I'm that. I'm not familiar. I'm All not I know is that there was a Disney ride in Tomorrowland. Yeah. yeah. I thought it was a, like a whole land. Supposedly, they're making another ride there into a movie, too, I heard about. Really? Yeah, I forget what, what it was oh, called. Oh, Pandora, Flight of Passage? Flight of Passage? <laughs> no, that's, oh, that's Avatar the opposite. Avatar 2, Electric is, Boogaloo. <laughs> have you been on Flight of Passage? It's amazing, yeah. It's fantastic. If you haven't done it, Flight I of Passage is straight it. up my favorite Disney ride. Maybe second only to Space Mountain. I really like Expedition Everest. But that's because I love the Yeti, and we all know that already. We all know that. So here's another one that's kind of like dark and 
I just thought this one was super interesting. Yeah, this one's pretty dark. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. Look at this picture. So, ah, Bobby, I hate this. Thanks for the red circle. I wasn't what I was looking at before. <laughs> Out of the hey, red podcast circle, listeners, listen. Look at the picture. Yeah. So, guys, basically, the picture is uh, you're looking at sort of like the rafters above. It's a small world, and there is uh, viewer discretion advised or listener discretion advised. Trigger warning. This is kind of dark. Um, so if you're sensitive to that kind of thing, block your ears for 10 seconds. Uh, it's a, it looks, is what appeared to be a small child hanging from the rafters. Um, and so supposedly this picture is very real. And if you know anything about it, it's a small world that, that is definitely, it's a small world. Um, you can see all the props and stuff. And so this is the legend. One day at Disneyland, it's a small world was shut down with no warning. The lights came on, the music stopped and a voice came on the intercom telling guests, Please evacuate the ride immediately. Have a nice day. When guests asked what was happening, they were given evasive answers and were quickly moved out of the building. Someone on the ride happened to have their camera on them and snapped a picture of what seems to be a small child hanging from the ceiling of a ride. Although many people theorize that it was just a very poorly stored puppet from the ride. (laughs) So... This one... It looks like a puppet to me. This one is... It was kind of debunked um, because also in the story, it states that there were, like, fire trucks and ambulances, like, right in front of It's a Small World. And if you know Disney, like, it's impossible to for there to be... Yeah, there like, there's no access yeah. to, the, to the park for, like... Well, I mean, there might be some weird, like, way to, for it to open up and for them to get in there. Right. It's just, like, with all the people there, they would just go in the, into the back because there's a road right behind it. So, oh, I guess so. There's just kind of a lot of things that debunk it. Um, supposedly, this is a real picture, but yeah, a lot of people think. Well, it's that a real picture. We're looking at it, Bob. We are mm. looking at it, and I think it's just a some some puppet from it's the ride. A puppet. Yeah, yeah. It's like look at the way it's hanging. Like it's like it's arms and legs. It's, its legs are like aren't bent at all. Yeah, it's it's definitely a puppet, but it's still kind of disturbing. Just the thought of it, you know. And um, mm. interesting little anecdote that. I think it was you, Jack, or or maybe it was Zach D who told me. But apparently, Disney employees aren't allowed to say no. Um, right. Well, okay. So the source for that is the person who told that to Zach, Zach's girlfriend. Mm. Um, me, him, and her used to work at this summer camp. Mm-hmm. Um, and at that summer camp, the camp director said at Disney World. There was well, not the camp director, someone who came in to like train us on like safety and, and stuff, whatever. They said that the uh, Disney World staff is not allowed to say, I don't know. If you ask them a question, they will either give you the answer or they'll say, let me let me uh, bring you to someone who knows the answer to that. Mm. Which I've had experience with Disney Park people a lot. And now that I'm like thinking about it, I'm like, They've I've never, never gotten a. I don't know. Oh, like, uh, I don't know from them. Like they always, always send you to someone who knows the answer, which is pretty good. Um, they have a really good, like, customer service. Well, there. Obviously, it's freaking Disney. And they're also they're just like really good with safety and, and stuff like that. So, I mean, there have been I think there were like five park deaths over the years, but like they're all reported. They're all super like, like transparent about it. Like, I think one person, uh, a lot of them are like older people on rides. So, like, there was a, an old woman who passed away on like. Uh, spaceship earth and epcot which is just like a ride that spins really fast and she like had previous heart conditions and stuff right um and then there was obviously that unfortunate event with the uh the kid 
Got eaten by an alligator. Got eaten by an alligator. Do you ever hear oh, about that? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Do I do that? remember that. That was, that was this year, year right? Uh, I think it was a couple years ago. Yeah, because I remember when I was last there with my cousin and my brother, we were like, like talking about it because we were the alligator. They added like a big like. I was gonna fence. say it must have been because I remember um, somebody pointing out an area and saying you used to be when I was there saying yeah. you used to be able to swim there, but now you can't. Yep, and that's it's kind of the interesting thing about Disney is they're so transparent, like. If they covered this up, imagine like this could totally be like another rumor like this where it's like, oh, a kid actually got eaten by an alligator right here. But, it, you know, they were very transparent about it. When I was a kid, I used to – this is on the lake that is the same lake where Magic Kingdom is. And so there's just like resorts all around it and you can see the park and the castle. And they have like this – on the shores, they have like little sand areas that go like, I don't know, like 20 feet out before the drop off. And it says, like, don't swim in the water, but it's just a sign. And so mm-hmm. we used to go swimming in that water all the time. When I was a kid, we used to jump in and go swimming, and our parents would get mad if we were there. Yeah. But in this one unfortunate case, um, it was like a two- or three-year-old boy was swimming out in the water, and an alligator Two-year-old boy. It was in 2016. In 2016. Jesus. Oh, and I don't, I don't think the alligator actually ate him. I'm pretty sure he just uh, uh, the body he pulled him there. underneath and drowned him. Yeah. And that's kind of that's kind of their go-to move, not to be flippant about it, but yeah. that's kind of the gator move, right? The gator there. move, yeah. They 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 stay. Uh, they, they, they do they, a death roll and wedge yeah. under a log. And I oh, I hate talking about this because it like it's just the idea of this happening to you, just like it just freaks me out. Like especially from like the father's perspective, where like your kid is like right in front of you and it just gets pulled under the water, and like you have to, you just there's nothing you can do. Yeah, they weren't Ugh. on. They weren't on like Disneyland proper. Right, like they were. No, they were on one of the resorts. They're in the resorts. Yeah, Yeah. but it is part of all part of Disney World. Yeah, yeah, but it wasn't like it's not like the park park. It wasn't in the park, but it is Disney property. And the thing is, is it's like I don't know. There's no one really like at blame here. No shit happens. You know, this is just like a really unfortunate event. Trying to get rid of alligators in Florida is like would be like trying to get rid of squirrels. Yeah, it's they're they're insanely though. They actually do a pretty good job of keeping them at bay. Which is interesting. Keeping them at bay, it's yeah. like they've got the bastions and the yeah. soldiers there. <laughs> yeah. No man's land. They're in the, they're in yeah. the trenches. The gators are coming. Go uh, over shit. the top. So, <laughs> so yeah, I mean, like when I was uh, younger, also I gotta be honest. To... I'm pitching this screenplay, the Brent Flicks. That sounds <laughs> Brent amazing. The, Brent ga- the Gator Human Wars. <laughs> oh, that sounds amazing. I'm pretty sure there's all, already movies about that, like shark. I'm just like picturing like a movies. World War II alligator war mashup, or no. <laughs> Actually, more more World War One because I'm thinking some trench warfare. Some trench warfare. Of gators is crawling. You know what sounds like? Land. Sounds like deep. a Love Death Robots episode. It does sound, like, it does sound <laughs> a little bit like. Do that I have to make, pitch another movie? I All think right. so. Bro. Okay, here's the scene. 1912. No, we don't have so time for that. We don't have time. Ain't nobody got time for that. So it's already 37. Minutes. I used to have. Um, I know. Wow, that's crazy. I used to have like when I was younger. My family used to take like pontoon boats out into the water. On a pontoon. <laughs> On a pontoon. Uh, I still can't hit. I know. And me and uh, me and my dad took a speedboat out, out there. I remember, and and they banned boats because there's just too many alligators. It's pretty <laughs> freaky. Um, so speaking of like the swamplands of Florida, there's an abandoned park that Disney doesn't want you to know about. Wait, really? Mm-hmm. This is really interesting to me. Oh, I, you I've known about the this picture for a while. of the girl with the gross spine. Yeah, there's a picture of a before and after sort of of the park. Uh, this was Disney's River Country. And it was the first water park in Disney World. 
It was located along the shores of Bay Lake near Disney's Fort Wilderness campground. So this is kind of near where the event just happened that mm-hmm. we were talking about, the alligator. Um, and this park was themed as an uh, old-fashioned swimming hole. It opened up in 1976 and closed in 2001. So it wasn't open for too long. It was open for th- like 35 years, though. 25, 26 years. Yeah. yeah. So it was open for quite a while. Yeah. I think, I think <laughs> you're right. Not too long, but quite yeah. a while. Not not as long as like some of the other Disney parks. Oh, well, yeah. Um, but, you know. Relatively speaking. It was just kind of there for a little while. That, and that one section was open longer than some entire like amusement parks are. Yeah, that's true. Animal Kingdom was made in like the late eighties, I think, or the nineties. So animal kingdom is not even that old itself. Um, but we have some pictures here of sort of the decrepit, like ruins of this park, which they never like really cleaned up. They never really got rid of. So I recommend to the listeners, if you ever have a chance, look this up on Google. It's really interesting. It's called Disney's river country. And it's just this abandoned water park. That's just, it's just completely run down it's and probably it's, crawling it's, with it's been reclaimed by the swamp by nature. <laughs> no, it, it honestly kind of reminds me. It looks like a scene from the last of us. Like, it does. I feel like we could literally go here in the last of us too. Cause it's just the way everything oh is kind of like green and kind of like yeah. algae covered. That's and so stuff. true. Like the scene when you're in Boston common and everything's like flooded. Yeah. yeah. That's what, what it looks like. In oh yeah. You the start the game in Boston. Yeah. Huh, that's sick. Yeah. You, you travel to uh, Colorado, right? Uh, uh, yeah, I believe so. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah, dude, that's so funny because my family are from those two places. Oh, oh, there you go. So, yeah, it's just really interesting, and there's there's kind of a lot um, a lot of really cool things about this park that um, I don't know. Like they 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 just weren't getting the revenue they expected, and and they just kind of left it. I want to like go trekking. I and know. Find this now. I know, but you'd probably get eaten by an alligator. Um, because it's completely oh dude swampified. i'm sure like looking at the 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 top right picture audience follow along um <laughs> it like i imagine like in a video game you have to like swing like, across you have to like, like, have to, like, gr- like, like zip line through those yeah. and then like tiptoe like tightrope walk mm-hmm. across like that uncharted right four there. style kind of yeah 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 and then if you fall in you there's plays a little fun animation and you get eaten by gators yeah it's it's really freaky just looking at like the before and afters because like it was once a pool and now it's just like a swamp how scary i find alligators do we yes you don't like alligators i talk about this all the time I feel like i've never heard you talk about has he talked about this brent Whenever we bring up, whenever we bring up the shoe bill stork, I talk about how scary I find alligators. I mean, their jaws are pretty strong. It's I'm pretty not freaking. talking about that. I'm talking about the the freaking lizard, big old lizard in the mm. water, and all you can see it's its evil little, little eyes. eyes, and they they hiss, and they're freaking scary. Yeah, they're pretty creepy. They're really scary. Yeah. Alligators are really freaking scary. And when we say alligators, I believe, I mean, yeah, they're. I mean, crocodiles and alligators are both like located in america but i believe crocodiles are not found in the florida area i I was gonna say are you sure about that yeah there's crocodile there's an american crocodile crocodile. we looked this up once i feel like we did and i feel like i was proven wrong i think they were uh found in like um a different part of the country Um, or maybe it was florida found in the neotropics so like there are crocodiles. Well, I mean like the all- yeah in America. The, the alligators though are are the ones that are in like the Everglades and the stuff like right. Um, okay. Oh yeah, so they okay. I guess they do live in. They're in the very South southern Florida. tip of Florida, um, but like their main 
is in the is in the uh, Central America Central area. America area. So yeah, there are they're they're obviously not as common as alligators, and alligators are usually smaller. Um, but yeah, so that was just kind of an interesting one um, that I recommend everybody look into because some of these pictures are really cool to look at. Just seeing the fact that Disney just kind of like left this place unattended for ever. <laughs> yeah, something yeah, about so this funny. like water slide that's like so run down that it's almost like melting and like mm. there's just holes developed in, in it and stuff. It's yeah. just Imagine really sliding cre- down that. Yeah, I don't know. For some reason, it just ah, it just it just bothers me. I it don't just know bothers, what, and it's upsetting for some reason. It's like yeah, this is just like what our world is destined mm. for: this d- decay and it's, destruction. Yeah. And it's only been like world. like twenty years, almost not even twenty years. Like what, when you say two thousand one, yeah, so, it's like not twenty. It's like eighteen years ago. Yeah, yeah. So it's like basically Jack was two. In 2001? Like your whole lifespan. I turned three in 2001. You were three. <laughs> I and was two and a half. Yeah. Like, our special yeah, E right. was born in 2001, I believe, or 2000. He must um, have been... He, he two, I think he it was been born, He could have been born in either... Um, well, he's... Um, how old is he? 19? He's, eight, he's 19. Um, oh, then he must have been born in 2000. So, it's just crazy that in that short amount of time, like, this much kind of decay can occur. And it makes you think of, like, shows like... Um, like life after humans where mm. it shows sort of like the cities becoming like nature again. And I don't know. It's just like all the vegetation overgrown. <laughs> yeah. I think it's, I think it's really no, cool. I'm not laughing at you. This needs, what are you laughing at? Well, this part needs to get cut out, but because <laughs> life oh. after the, Oh the yeah. Dude the who contacted dude, yeah. Zach. About I was going to bring it up. TV show is the producer of life after humans. So, so, so called. well, that's what IMDB says. I was going to bring that up, but I was like, we don't have time at this point. This mm. podcast is going by so fast. Yeah, I know. What the hell? I've got only a couple things left. Um, but the, the government thing is the most interesting. So anyway, we'll come back to it now. No, let's get there. Let's get there. So the last ones that I have, I think are really interesting. They're kind of shorter tidbits, but this one is something I didn't really know. Um, Walt Disney, didn't create Mickey Mouse. I was completely unaware of that. I always thought he created Mickey Mouse. I didn't know that. Yeah. Uh, so this <laughs> is basically what the tale of that. So Walt Disney and Mickey Mouse are synonymous at this point, but he wasn't the one to come up with the character. Oob Eorks. I really don't know how to pronounce it. Spell um, it. But it's like U-B-I-W-E-R-K-S. He was a lesser known figure in Disney lore. Uh, and he created Mickey Mouse. So after losing the rights to the like sort of original Mickey Mouse, which oh wait, Frank- you know, I think I have heard about this before. So this uh, we're looking at a picture. Yes, I know. I have. I don't know why I know this because I recognize the guy. Yeah, his hair is very distinctive. This is sort of a I think something that's hidden well with Disney. Like they make you know Mickey and and Walt. They're just like kind of best pals. Um, but the original version of Mickey Mouse was going to be Oswald the Lucky Rabbit, um, but. Basically, they lost the rights to, to this character. Yeah. And so they had to come up with a new character. Uh, he looks very similar to Mickey with just like bigger, longer ears. So they, I guess, asked one of the employees to make him a mouse. And that's what this guy did. Um, he created Mickey Mouse. And there's a picture of him here drawing Mickey. So this was kind of well, a... Wikipedia says that he also designed thing. Oswald. He also designed Oswald, too. Well, I mean, I know Walt Disney was an animator, but yeah, he. Yeah, I was about to ask, of- what did Walt Disney like? Was, did was Walt Disney just a dude with money who contacted? No, I think he did animate did himself. He, did, did he start animating? I believe he animated. I mean, you can look into it a little more, but I believe he started animating himself. Um, and so you know, speaking of Walt Disney and some like cover ups, this brings us into our 
next weird topic, which is Walt Disney's anti-Semitic connections. So the belief that Disney was anti-Semitic is so widespread that it's been addressed in pop culture, including being spoofed in Family Guy and, you know, comments made by Meryl Streep. <laughs> Those are only two examples. <laughs> but well, like, I mean, you got to trust the queen, man. It's the, true. Whatever yeah. the queen says, Meryl Streep, best actor. The queen. <laughs> Me Meryl, Meryl apparently, Meryl I'm just aligning with Michael Scott today. <laughs> uh, I love that character trait that Michael Scott just thinks Meryl, Meryl, Meryl Streep is the best actor shit. ever. Just the best person ever. Yeah. So, um, yeah, there's a lot of like beliefs in pop culture that like Walt Disney was anti-Semitic and I heard this through like friends and, and just different, you know, situations where I've kind of like stumbled upon this information and I decided to look into it cause I was curious, you know, obviously I love Disney and I didn't want to like ruin Walt Disney for myself, but you got to get to the bottom of the truth. Some, as much as the truth hurts, you got to get to the bottom of it. So I started like looking into it and, uh, interestingly enough, there's like not a lot of proof to either side that he is or is not anti-Semitic. Yeah, there's like there's like nothing. There's like no proof. Like well, he I mean, himself didn't no, say anything. Okay, well, like that's like saying there's no proof to either side is like Bobby, show me the proof that you're not anti-Semitic. Yeah, you know, like like there's just nothing really there. Yeah, it's, you know. Yeah. Um, there are obviously were some problematic cartoons that Disney put out at the time, but like yeah. it was which very were not which were, which were which were products of the time and not of yeah. like their like. Like, it wasn't their, like, beliefs that, like, pushed it. It's kind of just one of those things where, like, unfortunately, it was normal at the time. So, for, it's not right, but it was sort of more normalized. And so, an ignorance thing, you know? It's, yeah, just like ignorance. They just weren't so fucking woke like we are. (laughs) We're We're so woke. The woke cast. We're the wokest. Welcome to the woke cast, um, where we just talk about how woke cast hosted by three straight white men. (laughs) (laughs) Well, like, to be fair, like, those are the people who like are like, yeah, no, I'm I'm totally woke, dude. <laughs> like, listen. Well, it's because like for the ones who like require wokeness more because of how unwoke white people have been over yeah. the years. It's so like, like it's like, no, dude, listen. Like, I totally understand being a white straight male of of privileged background. <laughs> I can totally put myself in your shoes. <laughs> so this is kind of uh, a little bit of you know somewhat evidence that he was not an anti semite. Uh, so in Walt Disney, the triumph of the American imagination which is a biography written by Neil Garbler. It states that... <laughs> I don't know why I thought that was funny. It's a pretty funny name. He states that of the Jews who worked at Disney, which is, this feels like a very problematic way to say this. <laughs> is that shite? Should I like paraphrase that? No, uh, just say it. This is what the dude said. Okay, I'll yeah. just, sorry, Brent. You got to cut that. <laughs> so he states that of the Jews who worked at Disney, it was hard to find any who thought of Walt as an anti-Semite. So they went around and, and they actually got like, you know, interviews from these people uh, and they believed that he was not. Um, that said, the organization he was a founding member of, the Motion Picture Alliance, allegedly had many privately anti-Semitic members. So while there's no proof that Disney himself was anti-Semitic, some argue that he was complicit based on the company that he kept. So that's yeah, kind but, of like uh, – that's being, kind of a weird topic. Being complicit to – like – Back then, like, you were just complicit, though, yeah. to other people's beliefs. And, like, kind of going back to what we just said, like, it was very wrong, obviously. Yeah. But, like, it was also, hard. Like you said, Jack, like, it's very hard to not find someone who was of the unfortunate belief 
yeah that there was like that's i i think i don't know if i ever said this out loud but in my head or or, or if i just said it in my head but you know from the from the 20s to the to the 60s if you didn't want to be friends with racists you didn't have many friends yeah like it, it's unfortunate but that, especially especially if you're if you're a white man in power like right. like walt disney was yeah he had a lot of friends in high places yeah and, you know it's one thing that i like to take out of it is like he was able to sort of uh, you know, make the world a better place in his own little way um, for kids. You yeah, know? that's the thing is, is like, ultimately, like, if he was a racist, if he was anti-Semitic, none of that is in is in the films now. And like a right. lot like the films are like, like numerous generations have yeah. grown up with these films as as a huge well, part of their childhood. I mean, if there was proof of him being anti-Semitic, I think I would have a different opinion on Walt Disney personally. Person- but since there is no proof that Walt I Disney, feel- the man or Walt Disney, the company. Well, both. I don't think it would change my view on the company at all because they're they're so separate from him now. Right, that's true. I mean, yeah, it's like he hasn't had he like when, like when did he die? He died in sixty six, I think. Yeah. So like he hasn't had uh, any input on the on the on the company for the last fifty three years. That's true. But it was comforting though because you know it was nice to oh, see it's that nice to see that, that, that there that's... wasn't much substance to that because yeah. I was afraid that digging into that rabbit hole would just keep me headed down this like very dark direction well, not to not to burst your bubble but it could be like um a cover-up no not a cover-up <laughs> well maybe a cover-up it could, it could be, be a cover-up cover it could also be like hp uh, lovecraft yeah because he was he was um racist and anti-semitic purely in the idea sense yeah but in actual practicality he had many black and jewish friends right would like but he would write these poems that were horrendous about about black people and jewish people yeah a weird world back then it was a weird mm. world um obviously today though we like to love and appreciate everybody so we do we love and appreciate right. anyone yeah. i think there's a way to like look at this stuff and kind of like recognize those things and be able to say like yeah let's like look at that sort of stuff recognize it as being wrong but at the same time you know realize that you know like things have progressed yeah. to a point and we could still like appreciate aspects of like what they were doing and you know yeah it's it's just a tricky thing it's yeah tricky, i you know? i because like I, I i i've you know it's in some instances see you know hear about stuff like that and my gut reaction is to be like well fuck that you know yeah. that's yeah. gross i don't want to have anything to do with that but i don't i don't know it's tough it's tough because yeah because they there have been contributions since then that have been good and don't necessarily have anything to do with that stuff. Yeah, yeah it, I, th- I don't know. I think well, well, something is is a concept that I struggle with is is separating the art from the artist. Mm-hmm. Um, and because, it's so hard to do sometimes, yeah, you know. Because I really want like, like where's the line, you know? Yeah, like it should be. Because I look at someone like say this is a completely different example, but like a a guy who still works say Chris Brown, right? Yeah, I was I was thinking of who Chris Brown. is a fucking horrible human being, and yet this guy's still on pop tracks constantly, yeah. and people yeah. still work with him. I'm Dude, like, there's a movement right. Where now? is the line? Like, I oh get my. like some people like still like the music the guy makes. They like, oh, there's a catchy tune. Or even but like, did make. But that's like, yeah, but like, at what point do we say like we just gotta stop fucking with this stuff because it, we're in, in c- complicitly endorsing Dude, the behavior? There, you know? it, there are people who are saying like, um, like all of these great artists don't get recognized until after they die. But we should start recognizing great artists right now. Chris Brown is the greatest. Like Justin Bieber is one of these people who he, he's just like the biggest one I can think of. Who's like Chris Brown is like the greatest of all time. And it's like you can't 
you can't uh, that's too uh, but then that comes back to like say like with michael jackson and people were still the 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 more time goes by the more compelling evidence that this guy probably what what, he was a person in power who exploited his power to abuse children yeah and i don't i don't care how much we like the songs like how do we how do we square those two in our minds where it's like i love this music but it's from a person who was like if well like for example like a little hypothetical here like mm. let's just pretend for a moment that like let's go to the, like the the perfect like worst person in history adolf hitler yeah. turns yeah. out he like dropped some serious bangers of some tunes right <laughs> yeah. like all timers but the guy was responsible for the death of like eight million people do we yeah. still fuck with those songs? But like, well, the songs are good, so yeah, I don't know. Dude, like, I, I, how can I? I not think, listen I think to there's it? a difference between the guy. He, it turns out he like wrote like the first four albums that of the Beatles ever released. <laughs> like, do we still fuck with those songs? I think like, there's a difference between saying something is good and then like preaching it and holding like like we know for a fact Hitler painted paintings of like german shepherds right. he loved painting dogs for some he reason was a, he was a huge animal lover. so like you could say that is a good painting of a dog but there's a difference between saying it and then buying the painting yeah. and putting it up in your house I and saying the, look at this painting i think the difference is uh is what the thing what the art is that the artist yeah. is producing so let's just say let's for the for the sake of argument let's just say that there is overwhelming evidence that walt disney was uh, a, a racist right mm-hmm. I would be, in this sense, I would be totally fine with separating the art from the artist because it is so removed. So so far separated. So far separated from him as a person. Whereas, like, Chris Brown, he, his music is him. It's his brand. Like, he is the brand. all over Yeah, he is the brand of music. Uh, Bobby, a little bit of a problematic statement. Oh, sorry. (laughs) Didn't mean that. Um, I didn't even catch it. Oh, I was like, maybe you'll catch it. Yeah, we don't catch it. it. (laughs) Anyway, um... He uh, like th- like yeah, his music is him. He mm. that like he puts himself forward as the brand. Yeah, and like that in those cases, I have hard time separating it. Like, but then it's you've funny got like, like situations like Disney where like they've done so many good things to tar- to try and like to fight. And also a lot of the stuff we think of now. I mean, not all of it, but a lot of the stuff, at least for us in our age, our generation or just generations. Since, yeah, you know, we have some age. Yeah, gaps I'm kind of I'm kind of different. I'm kind of separate. But you know. A lot of that work that we grew up with is so removed from yeah. Yeah. Walt Disney himself, and like Disney, it's like kind of like a completely new entity. That yeah. well, maybe not new entity, but like I gone a, so far. Like I know something we that we associate hold, so much with Disney, see, like because Disney the brand is just like such like a bigger thing now than just yeah, the person. So like different. we could literally be like, it's funny to think that Walt Disney would have no idea what like the lion king is it's so interesting right. to think that you know yeah, like all the classics yeah like disney ha- would be like you'd be like hey really love the lion king and you go the lion who huh? no, like lion even king. like beauty and the beast and stuff like yeah it's yeah. Just so weird but to reel it back into disney because <laughs> this is gonna I know, be a we long off on a, like a real kind of like uh i like that tangent. moral dilemma yeah, that's moral an interesting dilemma. tangent because it it's, needs it's, to be so, like, spoken about one of those things you have to wrestle with now as like yeah. a person in the world who recognizes all the shortcomings we have you exactly know? we you know this. So the next thing I have is is uh, a little fun like section. You're actually still on the right oh, cool. slide, Brent. Um, <laughs> but but what we're talking about now kind of goes into uh, a thing that I had later on. So I'm going to switch them because this is talking about sort of today the difference between now and then. 
And this is just kind of where things get very weird with Disney. Um, so Disney's private government. This is what I'm interested in. And I'm just going to read this sort of like little excerpt that I wrote um, to kind of like sum up everything because it's 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 fucking wild. I'm just going to read this, it's this quick thing that I wrote for you. This uh, to me, <laughs> this to me, it's a slam poem. <laughs> it is wild, wild like the woods. The woods is where I live. It's where I be. It's where Disney is. And I. (laughs) I need some bongos. So here's here's the story of Disney's private government. All right. In the early 1960s, due to Disneyland California's massive success, Disney's focus turned towards expansion. At the time, Florida was not the resort destination we know it as today. It was primarily orange groves and swamplands. One of Walt Disney's biggest regrets about Disneyland California was not buying enough land around the park. Disney wanted enough land to build the park the way he wanted it, with enough room for expansion. So in 1963, Disney bought 27,000 acres of land in central Florida, right off of a highway connecting Tampa to Orlando. So as we know, it's like right pretty much dead center in Florida, the land of Disney. Orlando. The land of Disney. I actually didn't know that. I didn't know That's that where Disney is. It's right in Orlando, basically. Fair enough. All right. Disney tried to purchase the land in secret. This is kind of a weird little conspiracy here. To try and decrease the extra cost that the land speculation could potentially add. So, obviously, like, if, you know, the, the government who were selling the land knew that they were, it was one person buying all this land, there could have been more taxation and different stuff. So, Disney's lawyers who had served in world war ii as military intelligence officers (laughs) had actually been involved with the purchasing of this land so with their help disney purchased different chunks of the land under different aliases which were smaller companies like owned by disney or affiliated with disney yeah so they actually bought the land under anything that was not named disney didn't it? Didn't it? Didn't soon people found out though? Oh like yeah, he bought the first few acres really cheap, and then the last. I think the last couple were. It was like an astronomical difference, right? But which is interesting is that it actually ended up being still very cheap for the time. Well, yeah. Um, so he ended up spending five million dollars on twenty-seven thousand acres, which Dang. ends up being one hundred and eighty-five dollars per acre. Dang, that's insane. But at the time. That's I mean, it's still no, cheap. It's no Louisiana purchase, which was like 73 right. cents an acre. Yeah. But at the time, I mean, the 60s. Or like when Russia just gave us Alaska. It's like, here, take Alaska. <laughs> we sick. don't want it. Weird. <laughs> um, so the massive land Disney now owned spanned across two counties. So Disney was, this is where things start to get really interesting. Disney was worried about how the two counties would differently tax the land. And also Disney, Walt Disney himself had big plans for Epcot which as we know it today is a park, but Walt Disney's vision of Epcot was the experimental prototype community of tomorrow. So basically Disney had dreams of this functional city that would be an innovative uh, city of tomorrow to inspire the future city of, brass. of American civilization. This was during a time where city cities were facing a rise in crime and a drop in living quality. Uh, Disney thought it might be a good idea for, um, the property to become its own municipality. This way it would be able to control their own zoning and taxation laws, which would help them 
make, you know, the city of Epcot. Uh, obviously, there wasn't a lot of confidence with Disney being a giant corporation that they would be able to make their own city. So in order to gain control over the land, they would need approval from the Florida legislature to create a special district. So special districts are administered administered by boards that are elected by the residents of the district. So they petitioned a district called the Reedy, the Reedy Creek Improvement District to the governor at the time, who was Claude R. Kirk Jr. Kirk Jr. saw this as an opportunity to make Florida a source of inspiration for the rest of the country and a potential tourist destination with the opportunity to bring in more money to the state and create like more jobs. Cause imagine like you just create this new city. You're going to have like of the future. You're like the hub of America. You're going to create a lot of jobs, right? Yeah. Like imagine like you just, just this big empty state. Someone comes in and is like, we're going to build a future city right here. Like mm-hmm. if like Elon Musk did that today or something, yeah. right. That state would be like, Oh yeah, absolutely. Like we'll give you whatever you want so that you can do this. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> unfortunately, Walt Disney died. Like right after they bought, yeah, I was gonna Disney. say if he was buying it in 1960. He... Yeah, this was like 1963, so it was like three years before he died. So he was actually some interesting thing. I forget the exact number, but they told him that he had like six months to a year to like live. What did he die from? Cancer? Uh, yeah, it was like a lung lung cancer situation. Um, I think his like lung collapsed. Well, yeah, I mean, it was have lung you cancer. Seen the, have you seen the the pictures of Walt Disney where they photoshopped the cigarettes out? Oh, really? Yeah. There he pictures, was a big smoker. I there heard. are pictures yeah. of Walt Disney that are around um, wow. Disneyland where his hand is just like, like, out, like I'll, I'll, I'll pull some. Up no, like I, I've seen it before. Like he's reaching his hand out. Like it's yeah, just like, like a, holding his hand. As if he oh, my God. But there's That's no, so no cigarette in there. Um. So, yeah, unfortunately, he passed away. So Epcot was never created the way that he envisioned it as. Um. But they had already established the Reedy Creek Improvement District. So. In addition to the district, the state legislature approved two cities within Disney World, the city of Reedy Creek and the city of Bay Lake. Disney controls the cities by hand-selecting a small amount of Disney employees to live there. So the cities were allowed special rights that the district didn't have. So the district, like, basically they they had certain control, but once they established the two cities, they were able to set up things like health care facilities uh, provide police services, the authority to regulate the sale of alcohol, and the authority to establish and operate a municipal court system. So this means that when Disney wants to set up like a new restaurant, mm-hmm. they basically can if- issue themselves their own liquor license. So this also gives them control over like city zoning and building laws. And so basically Disney is its own city and they don't have to go through the government to do things that they want to do. That's so weird to me. It's so weird. It's like, oh, we don't need a stop sign there because we control the laws for this municipality. Or like this, like the zoning laws of like, this building can be on top of this building because we control that law. Right. Or like, oh, I want to open up a bar here. Let's just do it because we own the courts that tell you that you can (laughs) set up a bar there that's super Mm. that's so wild so and and disney has residents that live in these cities quote unquote there's only like 15 of them in each one who are hand selected by disney to live there because it's their property Mm. and so they're so if they don't like so if they want someone on the board they just tell an employee oh you can live here you just got to vote this person on the board 
so that's, that they can make decisions for us that go with our plans. So yeah. Scary. And obviously all the people on the board are also Disney employees. That's really scary. Yeah. So they own their own city. So when you this go to is, Disney. Yeah, it's interesting. <laughs> Weirdly, season two of uh, True Detective has a very similar subplot. And I really? guess this is actually not as uncommon as you might think. Really? Like in season two of True Detective, there's a city in California that's a very similar thing, but it's like a... a like a, a natural gas or like oil mm. sort of refinery town that like only has a population of like 60 people and like they have their own munis- municipality and it's all based around this just like oil refinery and then like they do like very similar things where they make their own sort of like laws they have their own police and Dang. stuff for this like really corporate sort of city situation it's very weird but yeah, this, really weird. it's kind of i guess like- that's based on like a true thing too you can like really look at a lot of different situations and and see that um you know there's ways to trick the system into giving yourself all the control yeah and with this specific situation it was kind of like a perfect timing thing because like disney like the the state of all the cities around you know like there was obviously a lot of problems happening like in new york and philadelphia like it was just like cities were not really on the rise anymore they were starting to become sort of more and more decrepit at that point decrepit um yeah what did i say it wrong well no decrepit is just a bit of an aggressive word for that situation well i mean like if you look at some of the pictures like of new york in like the 60s like people were just like spray painting everything Mm -hmm. and like if you see some like subway pictures like it's disgusting. Like, like cities were just not in good shape. In the New York uh, Grand Central Station, mm-hmm. the ceiling with the, all the uh, constellations, yep, is really cool. Uh, it gets cleaned all the time, obviously, mm-hmm. but there back the, there was a time when they didn't clean it um, because people would smoke in there, mm-hmm. and so the the roof was just black, and with then the, cigarettes with smoke. with smoke, smoke, and so they 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 cleaned it off. Um, except there's one brick section that is um that's not clean, they and they forgot? keep it. No, no, they 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 keep it there to like show you. So oh. if you look up, it's it's right by. I think there's like the main staircase, the 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 big staircase that's across from the main staircase. Mm-hmm. Um, to like the right of that, if you look up, you can see, uh, just a big black like like rectangle on oh. the ceiling. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, I mean, that's a good point to to prove this. I mean, like there's just a lot of crappy things going on with like the cities and, and pollution at pollution. the time was horrible. There was like yep. no regulations for that sort yeah. of stuff. And so, littering, like, I'm assuming too, was was terrible, I'm guessing. Mm. Like just because we didn't really set up any like you know, we yeah. weren't as humans, we weren't big on well, cleaning the environment. I heard a thing that Walt Disney when he first opened the parks, there were no trash cans. No mm. permanent trash cans. Mm-hmm. And so he would have people he would have people watch watch other watch guests yeah and count how many steps they took mm. um to between uh between having a piece of trash and deciding to put it on the ground mm-hmm. and the trash cans are the like average distance oh shit and so every trash like it like i don't know if every trash can but like the trash cans are that average amount of steps mm. apart. And if you've ever noticed, this is an interesting fact about Disney. If you've ever been to Disney, you notice that they never take the trash out. You ever realize that? In the parks, you've never seen anyone ever taking out the trash. Does it like go on? It goes underground because Disney was built up on a, uh, the second floor. So like oh, they, yeah. Dude, yeah. There's, there's like a whole series of tunnels under there. Yeah. So like when 
I, I believe the trash like is a chute and like all the trash goes directly down down into, down into the secret yeah. fifth kingdom trash obviously kingdom. not all the parks have that they i'm assuming they just do it at night um but a lot of the other parks close earlier so yeah it's just also there's a moving trash can at, at disney for a while like uh you there was like this like robot trash can that would literally just move and follow guests i remember oh, from the, yeah I was a, a lot some of them probably just have because like uh like in cities and stuff a lot of the permanent trash cans are you there they're there but the trash can distant like the actual depth goes mm-hmm. like below the, the right. thing because you're those are like the, the i'm can't even speak english right now um there are these trash trucks that have like a big tube that goes down oh, yeah and so that they probably do some of that too. right that's interesting and um, do that at night yeah so yeah i mean like you know at this time obviously florida was sort of desperate for a change and and maybe some income and so they were obviously like like let's just give let's just give them these rights and also because walt had just died they were i think they were a little bit softened up to mm-hmm. like disney because he was such a big figure yeah at the time and people loved him like dearly like across the world so they were probably like oh yeah you know like we feel bad about everything we'll give you this like thing so you can make walt's dreams come true and so they got their own municipality their own two cities Mm -hmm. so it's just something interesting to think about imagine being like oh i'm from i live in disney i'm from disney city Mm -hmm. yeah i mean it's really bay lake city and uh whatever the other one was reedy creek that's so Um, weird so yeah it's it's Um, super interesting yeah so the last thing i want to talk about before we wrap up this episode is just three little kind of interesting things about how disney tricks you when you go if you've never been there or if you have been there just here's some really cool facts about it so first thing is forced perspective. So Disney does this thing and they do it really well where they make, they can make things look bigger or further away based on like sort of this thing called forced perspective. So when you look down main street USA in Disney world and you see the castle, it looks massive and it looks like way further away than it actually is Yeah, because the buildings get smaller as they get further away from uh, the entrance. So if you go to the next picture, Brent, there's um, this picture that kind of represents how the buildings also, as they get sm- uh, taller, get smaller. So you can see the windows on the bottom are much bigger than the windows on the top of the, of the building because the buildings shrink as they go up, as they go like up angled in and as they go down. So this is a an illusion that Disney uses to sort of create this illusion of like the castle being bigger than it is, and they they don't they don't always do it very well. Um, is... There's another castle that's like the Beauty and the Beast castle. Oh, and that's in Disneyland, right? That's Disney World. I think there might be one in both, but that's in Fantasyland in Disney World. Oh, oh, oh. And it's really bad, and it looks like it's right there. They did not do a good job with it. <laughs> like if you go there, it just looks like a 10 foot tall castle. Cause it is. Yeah. But, uh, so they don't always do a great job, but with the main street USA, that it's phenomenal. When you go there, main you, street, Disney is sick. You look down and it's just so big. And then when you're coming back and you're leaving, it looks like so small. It looks like so small. <laughs> so it's like, Oh wow. That seemed a lot bigger when I walked in. Yeah. And it's because of forced perspective. Another thing that's interesting is uh, horizon lines in Disney. So Disney basically creates like these mounds 
around the park so that you can't see outside the park. And so they trick you in, in by basically encapsulating you into this world. I've noticed. Oh, my God. Now that you've mentioned that, like mm-hmm. thinking back on it, I was like, you you can't see like it's you can't see other parks. You can't see anything. You can't yeah. see buildings. You can't see anything. Not even like really trees outside of that. Yeah, area. it's just what's there. Yeah. So they like basically build these mounds so that you feel like you're in inside that that's environment so wild so that's another way disney tricks you that i think is really cool um yeah, yeah cuz like when you're in disney you keep looking down you don't ever see past the the park yeah and there's no point in which you can and there's no point in which you can see a highway or anything outside the park it's all cuz i the noticed park. when i took a bus to downtown disney i was yep. like where did, where was all this yeah right <laughs> it's hiding like you don't yeah. see it until you're on the highway uh so that's pretty amazing and the last one is more of a, a devious one but this is one that I, I I'm gonna sh- throw this one out there for Ben because Ben loves this one. If this is the one I think it is, this is like the least devious one. Oh uh, well, okay. Well, we'll talk about right, it. But right, this right, is right, uh, right, this right, is basically right. a Disney uh, has these blowers where they like shoot smells into the air. Yeah, this is by far the least devious. Well, one. the whole so it depends on who you talk to about this. Like, I love it because I love the smell of Disney, and I'm like, oh, this smells so good. I want to go buy some food. But like people like Ben who he he ben like loves this one because he thinks it's like super sketchy he's like yeah they spray food smells at you to get you to buy their stuff no it's like coming out of like the cold like the ice cream in the bakery there's like ice cream and bakery smells coming out of yeah it. and they like bl- they blow it out so that you come in and buy it which to me i don't care it smells it's good. so good i'll buy it, it smells good like take my money please well, I, you're, you're also a disney fanboy. that's one of those things where like <laughs> i know disney's like kind of sketchy sometimes but I don't care because I like it. So I'm going to spend my money anyway. <laughs> anyway, that was kind of just like the last few things I wanted to throw out there because I think those are kind of cool. Those um, are kind of some neat little things. Just a quick thing, bring it back to here are the images of uh, oh, Walt without the cigarette. Walt without the cigarette that you guys already saw. But um, yeah, so for the audience, so weird. he's like holding his hand out and he's got the two fingers of like holding the cigarette. And like there's nothing else that that is. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't think Disney's trying to you know be like, oh, he didn't smoke. I just think like because these are mm-hmm. pictures of him that are in the actual park. Yeah. And so I think they just like eh. also just for kids sakes to see yeah. for kids to see like this like role somebody, model yeah. with something that like wasn't was OK at the time and now isn't. Also, I'm sure Walt was not happy about cigarettes after he died. It's probably like, oh, well, that sinks. I died because of that. So yeah. don't let kids smoke. Yeah, I mean, at least isn't a, like uh, when they went back and went to like E.T. and like took the guns out of the secret uh, the FBI agents hands to put walkie talkies in it or. Or, you know, George Lucas is being like, oh, well, let's put a couple more wontons over there or whatever, or wombats. <laughs> you know, that's just, that's just not, that's not what that scene was supposed to look like. I, I don't want to get, that's like... Supposed, that's supposed to be a couple more stormtroopers over there. <laughs> I don't want it to get political, but I hate that shit. I think it's so stupid. Like, like this, we were talking about this with Spyro the Dragon. Like, I believe Spyro's is a stylistic choice, and I, I think oh. it's fine. No, it's not. They replaced guns in the first Spyro with game guns. with like no bubble guns, dude. Like or, gel bubble guns. Did you know that uh, Jabba the Hutt in the original Star Wars was just a dude and not yeah. Jabba, like the Jabba we all think of, the big slug guy? Wait, he was a like just a dude. Yeah, there's just, a video of just like a guy who's just like <gasps> in the first movie. Like, we have to like, show this video to Jack. Han Solo's like getting the Millennium Falcon, or whatever, and then there's Jabba's there, and he's just like a guy in a vest. That's so. Why did they? But then they like it? went back and they like changed it so that it was consistent through all the movies that Jabba is a big slug man. Yeah, 
It's so interesting. We'll, we'll show Jack the video. But yeah, 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 that sort of stuff is like... Uh, it's on theme because Star yeah. Wars is owned by Disney now. That's true. Disney owns everything. But oh, George guys. was like, George was like, but you know, that's not what we're supposed to be. You know, Jabba's supposed to be there. <laughs> Jabba's supposed to be a big slug. It, it didn't happen like that. <laughs> <laughs> George and his like headcanon. No, it didn't happen like that. See, the thing with these new movies is it didn't happen like that. George Lucas. What is this? Hold on, guys. I'm getting a call. Uh-oh. Hello? Oh, hey, Disney. <laughs> oh, you just bought the Brain Boggled podcast? Oh, no way. Okay, guys. All right. Well, thank you so much. See you later. So we just got bought out by Disney. Okay. Um, so so I, I guess that's the end of the show. I guess so. I mean, we're going to have to have some more serious negotiations about Brentflix. I mean, right. I, I feel like Brentflix is a separate property from Brain Boggled, but <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll discuss we'll, this we'll, on yeah, Mike. We'll have to figure out all of our legal statuses. We'll talk with our lawyers. Ooh, well, we didn't go over an hour and 30, so that's good. We never will. We never will. We refuse. That was a long ep, but there's just so much stuff. I feel like we barely cracked the surface. I know, I right? Like there's so much more we could have talked about. There's so much more we could have yeah. talked about. We did, we did go on a bit of a tangent with uh, moral dilemmas. But a relevant tangent. Relevant tangent. I love tangents. Mm. I really do. I think they're so good for so the So does my mom. Listen, listen yeah. conversation. You know, you never know where the conversation's going to go exactly. when we're talking about these sort of things. That's the beauty of the pod That's format. the beauty of conversation. Listen, yes. if you want to hear... Speaking m- to other human beings. Uh, letting it be natural. If you want to hear more beautiful natural conversations (laughs) make sure you follow us on spotify apple Podcasts, wherever you find your podcast leave us a review send us an email at brainboggledpodcast at Mm gmail.com that's not at that's brainboggledpodcast at Mm gmail.com follow us on instagram at brainboggled follow us on twitter please brent's been begging for twitter yes brent Brent works really hard on the twitter you better go follow at brainboggled pod is for the for those for those tweeters Mm. um and then we also have t-shirts and merch Mm. uh merch links in bio we're we're in the process of Mm. getting the new thing it's still in the works um, but we will for sure be putting that on our social meds when our when our new stuff is up and running. Oh yes, right. um, check out the are, memes on Instagram. Check out the memes on Instagram. I think those are all the all the. You're you're like a natural at the plugs oh, now, Jeff. You know, we almost forgot. We got to promote. You know, it's almost that time oh. of year. Oh. We almost. You know what, Brian? Go to the end of the of the slideshow because I have a picture for y'all. Oh my god. All right, so oh, I guess I forgot to add the picture to the slideshow. But <laughs> anyway, I want to introduce this real quick. As we're really excited, yeah. So with the topic of Disney, you know, we we've ta- been talking a lot about uh, Disney's not so scary Halloween, which first of all is amazing. Go check it out. They do this big thing with like Jack Skellington from oh, it's sweet. This is Halloween. This is Halloween. So we got thinking, and if you've listened to this far into the pod, you know you're a true listener. We just wanted to bring to you guys the announcement of Bogtober! Rainbow the entire month of October, it's actually not going to be October. Change your calendars to Bogtober, baby, because yes. we're bringing you five, count them, five spooky episodes because there are five Wednesdays in October. Oh, they're going to all be scary themed. All Halloween spooky themed. It, we're super excited. We're yes. almost oh October. I know. I can't believe we almost forgot. I would have been punching myself in the face I if know, I forgot. I know. Yeah, because the next week is going to be the first October episode. Next week is yes. the first October episode. We will be having your favorite guest, Zach Diktok is back. Yes. Um, and we're going to be talking about everything from like 
spooky, scary skeletons to the hauntings of ghosts to Um, just like lots of different to unsolved murder mysteries. We're just going to be talking about so many scary things. Well, we might not. I don't know. We We have a few things. Yeah, we don't want to give everything. We don't want to show our cards just yet. We want you guys to be surprised in a scary spooky world. But it's going to be fun. It's going to be great. Oh, it's going to be so fun. We we love Halloween. We love the the spooky spirity time of year and so we're going to be dressing up in costume and coming in with pumpkin pies and pumpkin spice lattes and it's going to be great ice cream Bruh. so i think we should leave them off with our new brain boogled no october in outro no why not save it for the actual okay october. we'll save it for the actual october but it'll give you a reason to tune in so okay. tune in next tune week in next week oh, it's gonna be so fun i've been your Bugs Life B, Bobby! Amisa Jabba Jack. <laughs> Come on, Brent. What do you got? And I'm still handsome, Brent. <laughs> nice to meet me. <laughs> hey, so thanks bad. for listening. See you guys. Hey, see you. Love you. Bye. credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.